wanted to go back to when you were talking about, you know, just being a co-founder and just ask you all, like, what benefits, but also challenges do you feel like comes with having co-founders instead of just trying to do something on your own or just being a solo founder? I left my traditional, I'm not even going to call it a nine to five because I was not working nine to five. I was working very much many more hours than that every day. (laughs) But I left my K to 12 position. Uh, Connect was my first entrepreneurial pursuit. And I would say just going with openness through that experience started to give me the confidence to then consider my solo consulting service. So I also do educational consulting, but that's centering identity development specifically. That's called holistic consulting. And I was doing consulting as an interim experience after I had quit my traditional job while I was experimenting with Connect. But I would say maybe like six months in afterwards, I'm still doing Connect. It just actually gave me confidence to go ahead and formalize that, actually get my LLC. I I feel a a kind of comfort with Connect because I'm not doing it alone. And then I think because we had really early wins with people magnetized right away, right, by the model and the experience, I just had so much confidence in our product. So when we were pivoting and pushing, I don't know, I just, I believed so much in the product itself that it was naturally selling itself. And the work of both of us putting so much love and attention into it, I I feel less fearful in that space. And even if you drop a ball, you have confidence in the complementary support and skill set that that other person is bringing that you will ultimately be okay. And you don't necessarily have that when you're doing your own individual work. Not that you're not going to put your all into what you're doing, but to me, it adds that extra pressure of like, okay, it has to be right or it has to be this because you're just kind of on your own putting yourself out there and it feels like you have less room to drop a ball, if that makes sense. So I really value the experience of doing both at the same time, but also because it's my first stab at it. And I think even the amazing learnings as well. Like I'm at a place now where I recite to myself that I am the product. There's not this need of everything having to be fully perfect and refined before you say it with your chest, what you're doing and putting out there. Mm. It's okay for it to be in development because part of the growth is you just going out there with what's in your rough draft version, right? And then pivoting and and innovating and, and learning, right? That's a part of it. And that sometimes by doing it helps you really distill what it is that is your differentiator anyway. Like where we started with Connect and where we are right now and how we conceptualize what we really deliver is, is different. Yeah. You know, the, the heart and soul of it is there, but it's so much more expansive right now. And we wouldn't have gotten there if we didn't just embrace this winding journey and that it was okay if we didn't have all of the pieces together. That would help us refine it at the end. So I'm taking the learning from doing that with Sharky and knowing for myself individually with my consultancy, which for me is is going to be a lifelong investment. This is something that I want to grow and stand on in the future. So I never have to completely rely on someone else telling me the value I create and put into the world. That's just where I'm at. I always want to have my own thing. But because of this experience with Connect, I feel more confident going out with my unrefined products for my consultancy because I know that's a part of the journey and it's going to help me solidify what holistic consulting is going to be in its next iteration and then the next one after that. We've just spoken it in because we kind of like have our 
like we see so much connection with yeah. you all. So that, so yeah. yeah. We, I, I just said mirroring you guys. I'm sure if we were together, we would be in the same room too. But kind of my journey has, I've, I've, I've landed my first consulting role because I was a nursing mom in a new city and I could not work full time. So my entrepreneurial journey wasn't, I want to start a business. I was like, I'm nursing my son and I don't feed him anything. I nurse him exclusively. I am his food. So I can't work this, but I can give you these number of hours and I can give you these numbers, this product, these types of projects. And I, I wrote my own hours and I sent the contract. They value my skill set such that they said, we need you. Who cares? And I was like, wait a minute, this is how it works. So some of my my road to entrepreneurship wasn't I'm ready to just leave. I actually became a mom and in a new city. And I think that kind of coming back to um, Mount Vernon, where where we live, the the town outside of uh, the Bronx, I realized that I, I started these events with my my husband, before I even did connect, it was called Romantic Revolution. We used to talk about dating, courtship, and re- uh, marriage in communities of color. We used to be all up in people's business because we were so excited about love and we wanted people to learn about Talk about self-care. We used to start these uh, workshops and say, raise your hand. Um, but we would ask people, what's the healthiest version of a love story that you have connection to? And some people, very few would be like, oh, my mom or my dad. Most people were like uh, the Cosby stuff on TV, Mark and Gina. Like they would refer to these things on TV. And I'm only saying this because I remember before Connect, I was interested in a romantic connection. <laughs> Before, before I got into professional and entrepreneurial connections and business connections, I was in some of the most difficult connections to talk about romantic. We did that for two years and closing that chapter and kind of, I feel like I've always had someone to synergize with. So that's kind of my vibe. Like I like, like the event that we're collaborating on the brunch in March. I'm like, yes, other people to think through this with, like, I am so like, let's, let's go, let's, let's think of this together. Let's create together. Let's go, let's go into the studio together. Let's go into this session together to produce something that the sum of all of the parts put together, is going to be greater than anything we could think of on our own. So when two companies come together, two co-founders, black women, co-founders come together, I'm like, what are we about to create? It's about to be great. So I, I tend to thrive in those spaces. I like, like I seek it. I like bouncing ideas and Keisha is one of the top five most brilliant people I have in my phone. So I'm, I consider myself blessed to actually start a business with her. One thing I would say, you said the pros and the cons is that I, I love Keisha's mind. I love the way she thinks. I respect her. I, I do think the, the con is that sometimes it's like, Keisha is my God, baby mama. Yeah, I was crazy because I've also been in spaces where I've done projects with friends and lost them, like, like money or just where we should go with the project. I lost one of my closest friends, like to this, it was just different, different motives, different initiatives. Like I like, it it made me a little scary about like doing business with someone who I value outside of business. Like I don't even want to be in a, in a space where I'm ever in a space where I lose someone who I've known for, for 16 years over something, a disagreement. But one thing that I think Keisha and I do, we, we really try to honor is our friendship outside this. I remember during the time I got real insecure when I lost her. I'm serious. I got, I was like, Keisha, this is not going to mess us up, is it? Like, it got real, like, Keisha, like, Sharky, I will throw away Connect if it ever came down to me and you. I was like, are you sure? I mean, that much to you? Like, it's, that was, imp- I'm so serious because I lost a friend during the race riots and pandemic and it, we were collaborating. My heart is always, well, let's collaborate. Let's figure out something. But her heart, 
we had different different motives, different foundations, different. And it, it looking back, it's like, no, that that relationship couldn't grow the distance anyway. But it was like having someone who who you value. Like she Keisha's I call her my cousin at this point. We're not it's not friends. I don't even know. Like it's like we're family. Like I'm like, how's your mom? Like, what's going on? Her she it's not it's not a friendship, it's a sistership. She's my cousin in real life. But I think um protecting your friendship and, and especially if you are are good friends, also understanding that Keisha has family goals and like I, I still want to grow my family and understanding that there'll come a point where we might not be able to do one event every month. Maybe it's one event every quarter or just knowing that that might come like we, we're not going to kill connect ever. But it's like those being in a space where it's like the ebbs and flow of like she might have to take off and she's ready to really launch her company. And it's like, oh, I might lose that, but I got to protect our friendship. I think the realness of it. Keisha like, Sharky, don't be late. Sharky, wait. Sharky, get dressed now. Put your lashes on at the event, Sharky. Like, I feel like we can be like that because we are equally invested in each other's individual and like holistic growth. So we would have meetings for Connect and we would have meet our goal friends meetings as well, too. We're not talking about Connect. I'm talking about how is Sharky glowing and leveling up in her whole life and vice versa and supporting each other that way. And we know Connect is a part of that for each of us. So if we don't invest in the other person's whole journey, it's going to have the business suffer as well, too. I would love to know y'all's connect goals for the year. I always ask that the first of every month. And this is like my golden year. I'm really excited about 2022. But what are your connect goals? What are some of your collaboration goals or connect goals for the year? Personally or together? Yeah, that's all I was going to say. <laughs> Whichever. Personally, one of mine is to be able to travel more and do like speaking engagements, either at schools or like for nonprofits or just educational facilities. I'm really into academic coaching. So helping other people learn like how to manage your time, how to be a better student, how to write better, things like that. So I'm trying to just be able to share my value with other people because I know a lot of people need that, especially right now with COVID. A lot of these students, especially K through 12, like y'all said, y'all just came out of K through 12. They are lagging behind because of COVID. So I want to be able to really like help them just be able to get their scores up, whether it's assessment scores or just their GPAs, being able to help the students. And then for 21 minutes or less, for me, my vision, like I said, the brunch, that's one thing I want to do, just different wellness events, probably just starting with that one for sure this year. But being able to, like y'all said, maybe in the future have a retreat or some kind of self-care convention where it's just people from all over the country talking about self-care, different types of self-care, whether it's mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever. That's really good. So for me, I am a re-engagement coordinator for high school students. So what I have to do is help these students get back on track as far as like school is concerned. And if they do not want to go to school, find them alternative things to do. Whether it's job corps, becoming an entrepreneur, whether it's getting an apprenticeship or an internship somewhere. So that's like one of my goals right now is to get these students back connected to some type of pathway so they can have like a successful future. <laughs> so that's what I do professionally. For the company, I'm just ready to like connect with more people like you all, like connecting with other entrepreneurs, like learning about how they're making a big impact on the world. Because I just feel like being in this space and seeing the creativity, the innovation, especially amongst black women and black people in general, like I love that. It, it just it's like 
the energy comes and the energy goes. You just sharing energy back and forth with one another and just using your gifts, skills, and your to have a positive impact on the world. So that's what I love. I love like what y'all do is what I love to do anyway. I love to network. You should tell you like I'm, I'm always at a networking event like because I just love it. I love the energy. Yeah, she is. She's like, you coming to this? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come. And then the day of, girl, when was that? So, yeah, I needed to get better with that. But I don't know. I feel like I'm more of a not definitely not introvert, but in the house. Like, I don't know. I'm not as mixy as I probably should be. No, quick question. I'm sorry. I'm curious. How did you guys meet? How did you guys start your company? She gave me an interview for a job I was getting at a college. So I was working in the Center for Academic Success at Clayton State. Well, she was working there first, and then they pretty much needed another academic coach. So I had to do a presentation about pretty much doing like, I think it was on time management or something. They literally asked me to do a presentation to see my presentation skills. So it was like my boss, my boss boss, and then it was her who actually already had the position to see, I guess, like how I do. And then I got the job and then we ended up sharing the office and we were both just academic coaches. She was kind of helping me through the rings because she had already been there, I think like a whole year or a semester. And then I was new. So she was teaching me stuff. And then we kind of just connected from there because she was telling me, she um telling me about her nonprofit and just, I don't know, a lot of our interests aligned. And I was like, okay, I like you. Like, let's hang <laughs> out. Let's, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Oh, me too. Like, let's do it together. So yeah. it kind of just all flowed. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. No, it's it's truly inspiring. I think Keisha and I both grew up with three with two with two sisters and we grew up in these kind of women tribes. I I come I'm the middle of two girls and my brother didn't come until later on. Um so I think it's like the love and respect that you grew up having for so many different types of women like my sister and I are like day and night. Our choices who are we look different. I'm dark, she's light. Like she has green eyes, I have brown eyes. Like it's just, it taught me growing up with a sister. It just I think that translates into my business life and how I, I really look at women. And I light up when, when we're working together and when we're securing a bag together. I feel like I've always seen Keisha. We became we call we call ourselves curators of events. We just don't. We're not just planners. We, we create experiences from from how the invitation feels and the language there to how people leave when they how they leave and connect beyond the moment. And I think. When it comes to like my hospitality, I feel like I have a gift from God of hospitality and governance. And I think it translates in like, I don't know. I think it, it is powerful to look at two women like, oh, they're co-founders. Keisha, that's us. Look at us. Like, you know, babies see other babies and they're like, baby, like when I see other women doing this. I'm like, oh, Keisha, they're doing great stuff. Look, look, nudge. I don't even, like, I don't want to say I don't care what you're doing, but it's just like. So for so long in, in our lives, we're taught to go to interviews, let someone tell you yes or no. Do you fit into their model? Does your hair look right? I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, no, bone straight. Like I'm sitting here fighting myself to present the way I think the way I think I should appear or the, the language that you that I should I should share. Am I playing myself up too much? Am I not playing myself up? But in this entrepreneurial space, I'm enough. I am it. I am the brand. I, whatever I do is it. It's my event. Like <laughs> it's my event. And the people here said they love it. Like it's it's such an empowering experience. And I, I want more, I don't know. I think more women should be in this space of lifting each other, doing projects. Maybe it's not launching a business. What if it's just an initiative or a project? I think we really see ourselves reflected in the world. And the other day someone asked us about how do you monetize? Like, like I was like, Oh, Keisha and I, we got a we got a public servant background. We had to say, no, either you paying or don't come. Like we had to shift our thinking because we're so generous and we'll work until 
we we can't work anymore and you you can't even pay us for the amount of value that we brought to so many of the organizations we work for. But now it's like, no, you got to pay for this. Like you would pay Gucci, Fendi, Chanel for with like their value or their perceived value. Like you got to pay to be a part of this network of, of, of encouraging women. You can't find that everywhere. You got a bunch of people hate liking you. I don't care how many likes you got. How many people can you call on that Instagram to call to do a favor for you? I don't know. I'm not impressed. I am not impressed. Like who's really in your corner. And when you, you present like, Oh, I met these women at the event and we're doing an event together. It's like, I got your back. Cause our business, our reputation is on the line. If this don't pop, like we have to have each other's back. So it's like, it's, it's really a mindset. And I'm like, men do it all the time. And, and actually like my, my husband is an entrepreneur and sometimes he's like, charge more, do more. And he's like, I would do it. Shoot. Like I, if they ask me for an invoice and sometimes having that, pers- like that perception, like men do it all the time makes me be like, Keisha, let's secure the bag. Like, and it, it's so important, like, like wrapping a business. Oh, yeah. and to me that a lot of the stuff that you all are doing is like, I do this in my professional life and my in my pro- professional life, now it's time to wrap a business around the same thing that I would do at, at, a, at a corporation or at a nonprofit. And it's so powerful. So I look up to you guys already, like creating a space for a black voice. And thank you for allowing us to share our story and capture our voice, amplifying the work that we're doing. And I'm, 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 I'm asking whoever needs to hear this needs to hear it. Play it loud. Chop it. Screw it. However you, you see fit to reach your audience. And, and we'll do the same on ours. But this is powerful. And we are grateful to, to work with you guys. Well, thank y'all so much for sharing with us. Y'all have dropped some gems. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you want to say to our audience or tell them where they can find you at on socials? I would love to for everyone who's listening, everyone who's tuning in um, to follow Connect on Instagram at connect underscore networking. That's connect C-O-N-N-E. CT underscore networking um, spelled the traditional way uh, on social media. Um, not really active on Facebook, but we do love we do love our um, Instagram page. And also, Keisha, do you have the information for the the event in March? Yeah, we have a, a link tree as well. It's linktree backslash connect collab. Collab is spelled C-O-L-A-B. If you go to our link tree, you'll see a sign up sheet if you're interested in getting plugged in when we have this women's brunch in collaboration with 21 minutes or less. We just want to know who's feeling that idea and wants to be plugged in as soon as that launches. So you can go ahead and find that on our link tree. Again, it is linktree backslash connect collab with one L. And I would like to also thank everyone for tuning in and thank our amazing co-hosts or people, I'm sorry, 21 um, minutes or less podcast for hosting us. I do believe that these in-person connections and these virtual connections really add to our experiences in the pandemic. And we don't, we don't take it for granted for the opportunity to connect, however, fits your needs or your interests. So we're looking forward to meeting some of you in person, collaborating for this event in March, but also just staying connected virtually in person, however you see fit. Yeah. Once you go to our Instagram, you can also access our link tree. And if you have a question or an inquiry or just want to pick our brains about how we can support your connection goals, we are here for it all. Protect the Black imagination and let's level up in 2022. Thank you. So great being here. This was fun. Absolutely. Thank y'all so much for listening to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Make sure y'all go follow us on social medias at 21 minutes or less 
And then y'all can go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21, M-I-S-S. And we'll see y'all on the next episode.